You're listening to Bexer in the Morning, hosted by Spotify. Hello, Americans. This is Jeb Bexer, broadcasting live from Satellite 2. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Bexer in the Morning. I am Jet Bexer, your host, and we are preparing for our next Wednesday episode. I don't know what episode this is, but we've been so busy up here on Satellite 2 in 2095, I nearly lost track of time. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow is October 4th, the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. How about that? And uh, we'll be going over that very shortly in the first segment, yes. But first, yeah, the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time is coming up this weekend. And we're very excited about that. Plus, the Texas OU weekend is this Saturday. I had no idea. I thought it was the middle of, the Octo- of, of, middle of October. This is only... You know, this is pre-recorded, so our CEO said, let's, let's pre-record it on October 3rd, down in 2023. And the CEO is down there at his home. And uh, shout out to Tiffany down the street. It was very nice to meet her. Uh, she was drowning her weeds <laughs> in Roundup, which is what we needed to do in the yard here this morning. We did it, but she was just drowning them like 10 minutes per weed. So our CEO said, watch this. I'm going to meet this individual, this, this beautiful young lady. And he walked right out there and introduced himself. We're standing at the window. Me and Pollux are like, look at this old guy going down there to introduce himself to this beautiful, gorgeous young lady. You know, maybe 22, 23. And she just walks right up to him. <laughs> like they've known each other for years, and he's telling her about the weeds. And he said, look, uh, you don't need to spray that much. The Roundup will kill them with one thin layer, and you don't need to drown them. And she was very appreciative and introduced herself. And then we see him shake her, her hand like this guy's going in for the kill. And we didn't even know that. <laughs> The young lady was married, and neither did he, but he was very gracious. He always is with his neighbors. That's one thing me and Pollux are very impressed with, our CEO, is how gracious and polite he is with all the neighbors in this neighborhood. And we're not even going to get into the fiasco of last Sunday, two days ago, with other neighbors in this neighbor neighborhood, I should say. Love thy neighbor, yes, whether they're ticked off or not. Love thy neighbor. Yeah, so shout out to Tiffany. Thank you for uh, putting up with our CEO. She is married, and her husband works from home, and (laughs) our CEO said, so do I. (laughs) She had no idea she was talking to a man from the future that can travel back and forth through time. Anyway, a special shout out and a prayerful intention For an old friend of our CEO, for the last 30 years they have known each other, Monsignor William Brooks, better known as Father Bill. 
He was able to give our CEO an hour and a half yesterday of his retirement time. He is retired, lives in a beautiful place in central Austin. We won't say where. But our CEO needed some some priestly advice, and the reason he went to go see him is he and his daughter Izzy went to church. Well, we all did. Pollux didn't go because he sticks out like a sore thumb. But we went to the new parish at St. Mary, Our Lady of the Lake at Lago Vista. And look who is there. Our CEO is sitting there thinking, holy cow, I've been looking all over for Father Bill for a couple of months, maybe a month or two. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there he is. He's a substitute priest there at the Saturday Vigil at St. Mary. And uh, we didn't know what had happened to Father Ed, what happened to Father Ed. We thought he was still on vacation, but it turns out he was just doing a wedding. So Father Bill substituted and gave one of his glorious and wonderful homilies, as he has been for over 50 years, folks. He shared that information with our CEO. He has been a priest for over 50 years, and you know he retired as a Monsignor. So what, what, what advice did Father Bill give Mr. Reese? Just very simple things, but as Father Bill is and still you know, has been for years, is full of wisdom himself. It's coming out of his ears. The advice he gave him, he said, wait, gain wisdom, and let God pray with you. And normally, you know, when we're in prayer, as Father Bill said, we usually start praying and saying, God, help me with this, pray for this, pray for this individual, I need help with this. We're always the one doing the talking. Father Bill said, just sit there and say, God, I'm going to invite you to sit right next to me, and you do the praying, and I will just sit here with my eyes closed and listen. Just listen to him. Meaning, you know, when you're praying, listen to God. And, of course, the first question that our CEO had, how do we know when we're hearing him? And Bill just kind of smiled and nodded and said, you'll hear him. And the other advice he gave him about his ministry, campus ministry, start small, and also <laughs> contact the campus ministry. They have one at the diocese. And the CEO is like, what? I wasn't aware of this. We have a campus ministry ministry office, <laughs> and certainly they do. Uh, he looked it up last night and sent a very thoughtful email to the director of campus ministry for the Austin Diocese. He hopes to hear from them soon. So thank you for that, Father Bill, and God bless you, and God bless you in your retirement, and thank you so much for spending time with me, Keith Aris. I just kicked Bexer out of the chair for a moment, and I'm going, why are you talking about Father Bill when it was me who talked to him? Yes, thank you very much, Father Bill. And the ironic thing about seeing him again on Saturday with Izzy is I knew it right away. I knew it right away because the feast day on Saturday was of St. Jerome. And where did I meet Father Bill in Waco 30 years ago? The parish of, you guessed it, St. Jerome. So, yes, 
seeing Father Bill was wonderful, and getting a moment of his time, an hour and a half of his time, was absolutely a blessing. As we move on, let's check the time. No one is in the studio. I just ran off Bexer. Pollux has been so busy, he's been pulling his non-existent hair out. We have one minute and 58 seconds. Yeah, and CC too, I haven't seen her in days. After the fiasco here in the neighborhood, she said, I don't want any part of this in 2023. I'm getting the hell back to Satellite 2. So, yeah, you know, we're recording this from the present. We usually have a studio up in Satellite 2. That's, that's, that's Studio 1A. Well, we have a 1A right here in Cedar Park. And, uh, yeah, we're still in the closet. We made a very hilarious video this morning for TikTok. We haven't advertised TikTok, but yeah, me, the CEO, Keith Arries, sometimes make hilarious TikTok videos, and I just made a legendary one this morning. So check it out, at author Keith Arries on TikTok. Tomorrow is my late brother's birthday, John. He would have been 56 tomorrow. And I'm going to be starting a new tradition Early in the morning tomorrow, John has been, a, been gone from us for now 13 years. A new tradition will be starting by myself, and I don't think I will share it with anyone because it's just between John and I. Let's see how much time we have. Yeah, St. Francis, who is the feast day, feast St. Francis of Assisi on John's birthday. So yes, many parishes are offering to have your pets and animals blessed outside even father bill's going to bless animals and dogs there where he lives out on the sidewalk and you know people are going to stop because he's been living there for nine years they know who father bill is and guess what i was riding my bike this morning in my lovely neighborhood here in the present of 2023 yes we're from the future but you know right now it's 2023 and i saw another we're going to turn this off because we don't care about what time it is I saw another blue monarch, and this one looked like it could have been a female. The last one, I was fairly certain it was a male, so I found his woman, <laughs> and she was walking across the street. I nearly ran over, and I slammed on the brakes, just laboring along, looked like she may have been injured. So I said, hey there, little blue monarch, come on up on my finger, and she did without a hesitation came up my hand, crawled up my arm, and I'm like, well, let me direct you over to the grass here so you can get where you need to go. But then, boom, she flew off my arm and started fluttering about. And she did individually, she did eventually end up uh, near one of the apartment buildings and had to land and arrest. I think she may have been injured, but not out for the count. She may not make the flight to Mexico with the rest of the monarchs, so this is where she's going to stay. So God bless that butterfly tomorrow in the Feast of St. Francis. And it's when we make those attempts to stop and appreciate God's nature, ladies and gentlemen, God's little gifts to us, a beautiful, beautiful butterfly. And you know, monarchs are usually orange, and this one was indigo blue. What a wonderful thing. So who wants to know about St. Francis? Should we cover him in the next segment? Yes, we will. We'll take a break. 
We'll go to intermission and have some music. I don't know what I'm going to play, but we will be right back right after these words. great tune wasn't it i don't even know what is going to be played but they're all great tunes that we have lined up for bexer in the morning i am jet bexer i am back i had to make some noise here that was an interesting segue from our ceo thank you for coming by uh yeah he said he needed to go sweep the floor yeah he's expecting some furniture here at his new what well, is not new but at his house. So we've been getting inundated with fan mail. We don't know what to do with it. The listenership is through the roof, and we're very appreciative of that. And we're getting so many questions about politics. <coughs> and I needed to burp on that one because we don't, we're not a political show, folks. And my, I may not even delete out that burp. Stop sending, stop sending us questions on elections. Yes, the election of 24 is going to be horrendous. But it already is, isn't it? Trump is in and out of courtrooms and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, I, I wasn't paying attention to it, but apparently he got a big, you know, concession with the dog and pony show in Georgia yesterday. At the very last moment before the judge adjourned, he basically threw out 80% of the case. So that big, goofy smile that you saw on that judge, it was not about getting Trump finally hauling his butt in court and gleeful as he was. You know what I thought it was? He was ecstatic to have such an, uh, such an individual gracing his courtroom. <laughs> he was he, he'd probably never seen Trump before and there he was as you know a defendant <laughs> yeah the irony is all over the place but okay everyone has been wanting to know since we're up in the future why don't we just, just give it out already who's going to win the election of 24 well of course it's going to be Donald Trump and if you don't believe us, yes, we're in the future. We know all this stuff. He's going to win a second term. And if you don't believe us, just ask these two individuals. Ask 
Joe Biden, and then if you dare to go anywhere near this woman, ask Kamala Harris. Can we move on now? Yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Oh, look, he's the, the Republican race was over before it, before it even started. And Trump is up by 10 points over Biden, and it's not even a year out from the election. Yeah, the, the mugshot of Trump a few weeks ago, the most famous mugshot in political history. Can we get away from politics? This is a religious podcast, folks. Thank you. Let's look at our news. No, this is not news. This is show prep. Karen Francis Bucks Kemper. Question mark. No, we're not going there anymore. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Before we get to St. Francis, old Rory McElroy was at it again. He was at it again. We made note of this on our Facebook page. And yeah, we're getting questions about Facebook. <laughs> Does Facebook exist in the future in 2095, Mr. Bexer? <laughs> Pollux is standing here looking at me. And you know what Pollux's reaction was? What's a Facebook? And the laughter down the hallway up on Sat2 from our, our you know CEO was just endless. And you go, when is he going to stop laughing at that question? <laughs> What's a Facebook? Yeah, that should answer your question about Facebook back in the you know the 2020s. Does it exist in 2095? <laughs> right. Anyway, Roy McElroy was apparently picking a fight in the parking lot <laughs> there in Rome, wherever they were playing golf. You know the the you know, what do you call it? The what do they call it? They used to call it. The Ryder Cup. Yeah, they used to call it the Ryder Cup. Picking a fight for something that, you know, hat waving or something on the 18th green, whatever. Whatever. And he was picking a fight with a caddy who was incensing these poor, pitiful European players. You know, they're, they're pitiful because they have to follow Rory's shadow everywhere. But maybe that caddy just brought up this podcast. And suggested to Rory to make some live golf apologies for you know our CEO as 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 the CEO suggested, not for him, but as he suggested. Oh, Roy looked pissed. Poor guy. He's having trouble. You know, I don't know what it is. It could be something you know personal. He needs a space. Poor little Rory. Uh, who won? It doesn't matter. I I think the Europeans won. Who cares? I mean, it's seven hours in front of us. You know, by the time we wake up, it's over almost. And who do they care? You know, it's football season in America. That's what people want to watch. Football. Who cares about golf? It's just a publicity thing, and they don't even get paid. Somebody complained about that, and he got heckled. Can't lay. Who cares? You know, the, the season's been long over. After the four majors, it's long over. And, you know, the... TPC at Sawgrass, that's the fifth major, and, you know, the unofficial fifth major. After that, all this stuff, even the FedEx Cup is just boring as hell. Anyway, the Bucks stretched their division lead, got another big win against the Saints. Every time I mention McElroy, it just makes me melt. I'm like, oh, that guy's such a mess, and he's, he just can't get out of his own freaking way. Anyway, making some more noise. Yeah. The Bucks took over the NFC South. 
The Tech, the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, won a road game for the first time since the last Trump administration. Back in 2020, they got their name off of that dubious list. They were in second place for the longest losing streak on the road. They are at 500 at 3-3, three three, but more importantly, they're 2-0 and in conference play. You know, in Conference USA. That I just made some noise. I hit my head on the table. We already mentioned the Who Cares weekend of UT and OU. Who cares? Just two schools and that's it. So, we're going to end up with a story about St. Francis, St. Francis of Assisi. Let's get to my notes. This comes from his namesake, the Francis franciscanmedia.org. Tomorrow is his feast day, my brother's birthday. Yes, this is Keith R. Reese. I just kicked Bexer out because Bexer says you better read this about you know St. Francis because it deals with your brother. I have a statue in my yard of St. Francis. It's very heavy, and he was without his right hand for about nine years. My ex-wife started cleaning through the yard, you know, getting a lot of weeds out, and lo and behold, she found the other hand. And she very graciously brought me the missing hand of the statue of St. Francis, which came from my brother's yard up in Dallas. And now that statue is whole again. So I'm very appreciative of that. But we'll read this one, two, or three, or maybe three or four paragraphs about old, good old St. Francis. And uh, how much time do we have to finish up the show? A minute and a half, that should be enough. St. Francis of Assisi, his feast day is October 4th. The ultimate disciple, the poor, intenerent preacher, preaching brother of penance. What does intenerent mean? It means he traveled around preaching. He who suffered in the wilderness with Christ, he who was misunderstood, betrayed by some of his own brothers, and who loved Christ so much that he became the lovescape, let me say that again, the lovescape of Christ, and that is capitalized. This is St. Francis of Assisi. And I've been to Assisi in Italy. It's a beautiful town up on the top of a hill. Big church. It's a town. I remember it being very foggy. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll go on. Assisi is a wonderful place to visit. St. Francis, it, he had great ambition. He wanted excuse me, a merchant's son, though he was, to become a knight. How about that? To ascend through military prowess to the ranks of the nobility. He desired to be somebody, to be influential. Influential? He desired to be somebody, to be influential, to matter. We turn that off because we have two more paragraphs. But in his first foray into war, he was captured in a decisive battle between Assisi and the neighboring hill town of Perugia, I've been there too, and spent a year in a Perugian prison. Prison, prison, Perugian prison, that's hard to say. It is said that he tried to cheer his fellow soldiers, but his health began to, de to decline. And when he returned to Assisi a year later, he was a broken man who had to spend another year recuperating. I can relate to that. It hasn't been a year yet, but golly, it's tough recuperating when you're a former alcoholic. When he finally 
was able to venture outdoors again, nothing seemed the same. The glow of nature no longer shone for him. Was he in a state of post-traumatic shock? Was he simply depressed? Whatever the case, the things that before had stimulated and excited St. Francis, the revels, the beauties of nature, singing and dancing, no longer lifted his spirit. Until one day he heard about another call to arms, this time to join the papal forces of Apulia, south of Rome, under the command of the celebrated Walter of Brienne. Francis was now awakened from his torpor. I need to look up that word. And once again set forth with other Assisi cavaliers to join the papal armies. But after only one day on the road, he had a dream in the nearby city of Spoleto, in which a voice asked him, Francis, who is it better to serve, the Lord or the servant? Why, the Lord, of course, he answered. Then why are you serving the servant? Then in a moment of insight and epiphany, Francis realized that he had it all wrong. And he returned to Assisi, not knowing what he was supposed to do or even what he was searching for. He began to visit abandoned churches and caves where he prayed incessantly for enlightenment. Then one day when he was riding his horse on the road below Assisi, you know, Assisi is way up on a hill, he saw a leper on the road and he was, uh, yeah, we have a cuckoo clock here, where he saw a leper on the road and was moved to get down off his horse, as it were, a huge gesture for the ambitious young man, and not only placed coins in the leper's outstretched hand, but on an extraordinary impulse, he actually embraced the leper, realizing as he did so that he was embracing the Lord Jesus Christ, who is also the servant. In embracing this servant, he was paradoxical, paradoxically embracing the Lord. He had relinquished, relinquished the dominance of his ego, and he was no longer paralyzed. This is the leper. He was free. So that's where we wanted to end it. And, you know, he his ministry definitely involved staying out in nature. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, animals and birds were attracted to him. And he blessed them on a regular basis. So that's why priests will offer to bless pets and animals. If you bring them to the parish, you know, outside, and the animals will be blessed. My daughter said, Dad, can I bring my birds? They have four birds, parakeets. I think they're parakeets or canaries. Maybe they're canaries. At the other house where she lives with her mother. And I said, sure. Just keep them in the cage so they don't fly away. Yeah, bring them to a parish. You know you could bring them to St. Margaret Mary. Or even St. Mary out in, uh, you know, in Lago Vista. And the, uh, that's tomorrow. And they'll bless the animals and birds, just like St. Francis did. We're way over time. So God bless everyone. And um, yeah, God bless our neighbors. They're all having trouble. They're all having their, they all have their individual stories and their individual crosses to bear. And we'll just leave it at that. And, you know, time, all, time heals all wounds. And, you know, if, 
if you're not talking to a neighbor, it's not because you're ignoring them. You're just giving them some space. So until then, we'll be back on Sunday with the 27th. Uh, yeah, 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. For Jet Bexer, I am Keith R. Reese, and we'll see you then. So, good day, folks. Bexer in the Morning is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese and a product of Reese Podcasting, a division of K.R. Reese Enterprises. Thank you for listening.